Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation and you take it from there. Today we're going to talk about faith. And um, kind of from a point of view of the origin of faith. And so um, I'm, uh, uh, as you know, a youth minister, and and, um, I teach our junior and senior high formation classes at church Sunday school for some of you. (laughs) And um, we're kind of of approaching um, the faith and uh, what what it means. And and I kind of... uh, Tom had a video uh, that he did some time ago, maybe a year or two ago, and I'll share the link to it called Foundations, where he talked about belief and how um, uh, kind of contrasting a couple of things like the we think that belief is all about knowledge. And we've talked about that before on here. And Tom kind of said, well, you know, practice plays into formation and so on. I'm sure he'll talk about that more. Um, and I've been watching some other videos and listening to podcasts about faith and um one uh, Tim Mackey from the Bible Project um, talked about how um, reason comes into faith and how Sarah uh, in, I think, Hebrews 11, which is, I guess, known as the faith chapter of Hebrews, it talked about where Abraham and Sarah um, considered all that God had done. And so they believed or they had faith. And so in talking about this with youth, um, I was just kind of wondering how to present it. How do you present faith and kind of planning lessons? And um, something that uh, I really liked and, and I'm probably starting to roll with, but wanted to talk to talk to my boys about it, um, was the idea that faith is living in a way of how you want things to be. Um, and, um, and so living life and having faith or hope also, um, that you're living now in a way, and this is, this is, you know, I, I realize just this, this tied to how we live as opposed to what we believe, um, but living in a way that is the way you want the world to be. So, um, and I like that spin and I don't know if I mentioned that, um, but let's, let's, I'll stop there and kind of talk a little bit about it. And so Tom, when I mention what I did, what does that make you think of? Um, and what questions does that bring to mind with regards to faith? Well, I was a youth minister for 10 years and <laughs> so I, I know, um, I know where I was when I was a youth minister because you, you have these, um, young minds and they're not afraid to ask any questions or express <laughs> any doubt and they generally are truthful with you about what they think and it's off-putting especially when I was a youth minister I was coming out of a tradition where we just didn't do that sort of thing you know <laughs> and uh, I was of the mind of not discouraging those um, questions and that honesty. Mm. It, maybe when I started, I kind of leaned on what I had experienced and known, but as I got older and had done it longer, I got um, more open to that. And 
but it's terrifying. And so if I were you, I'd want to, it's tempting to think that you can reason with them and present some compelling evidence Mm -hmm. that will make a light go on in their head where they come to faith. And I'm not saying that can't happen. Maybe that does happen sometimes. Um, But having grown up in a church where we spent a lot of time, and I don't mean my particular congregation, but my fellowship of churches, talking about apologetics and trying to prove the faith, because we thought if we could... um, you know, be, defeat every argument of the scientists or whatever that we could convince people and persuade them or reason with them. And it was not a successful enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen, you know, uh, a scientist be persuaded by like creationist arguments. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So I. I'm just saying it it makes sense to me where you're at and and there is an element of reason that goes into faith obviously um but I also but I think we make a mistake if we say doubt is not a part of this it's it's uh it's definitely you know I grew up thinking doubt was the opposite of faith now I think it's it's the a part of faith right um, I'm talking myself into a corner. All right, Everett, jump in. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, growing up, that faith seemed to be something that was a conviction on my part, mm-hmm. and and so so. The whole the whole thing was is is to be sure that you're right and to learn how to share your faith through why our doctrines and beliefs are better than say <laughs> other religious doctrines or beliefs. Um, and that seemed to be the you know the 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 emphasis. Um, I am now. Um, I, I think one thing is is that all of that sort of leaves out, leaves God out of the equation. Mm. That it places too much emphasis on what we're doing, um, and not enough emphasis or trust in what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is something I know we've talked about, but this is you know uh, N.T. Wright's distinction between the faith of Christ and faith right. in Christ. Right. And, and and it's not that our faith in Christ is immaterial, but it's God's faith in us through Christ that really is is the important thing. Hmm. So how ever let me let me okay, so you have a, a room of youth and how would you introduce faith to that group? The idea and 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 I feel like I feel like Tom. I'm gonna knock you a little bit. I feel like Tom, when he thinks of faith, you start thinking of things like, "Well, God created this, and God created the facts." And I'm not talking about that. 
I'm talking about the idea of faith and what it what it means. Like like um, if I have you know hope that this coffee is going to stay hot a little bit <laughs> longer, you know, faith that it is. I don't know something along those lines. I'm thinking about the, describing that as opposed to like you know. Uh, I say facts, but, you know, biblical knowledge in a sense. So, ever, and I'll explain more a little bit that, about that. Gosh, well, I was fumbling I mean, everywhere. Yeah, but, and, and so, yeah. like, like, on a base level, there's, right, I mean, I mean, our world exists on the whole idea of, of faith, right? I, I am driving down the mm, road, okay. and I have faith that, you know, the car that is next to me is going to stay in their lane. Good. I have, Good. you know, I have faith that, you know, um, that, that, a, that a red light will eventually turn green. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I can, I, I, there's a, there's a sort of a sense that you follow because you have faith that this is the way that things work. Right. Mm-hmm. I show up to work with faith that after two weeks, a paycheck's going to show up in my <laughs> bank account. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I order DoorDash and I pay for it ahead of time with faith that the Dasher is going to actually drop the food off at my front porch. And dance. Um, and, 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 and Malcolm Gladwell talks about this in, um, his most recent book and 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 what he says is is that that in order for society and the world to work you have to have a, a ton of faith and that if you're always questioning and doubting the, the life just doesn't work hmm. so Justin that is the opposite of what I think <laughs> I I think that you think that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you think that I think that. I'm thinking that you are thinking of faith as that stuff. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, that's funny. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, I, I felt like we're off. I felt like when you keep talking, and even our text conversation yesterday, I'm like, I feel like he's thinking I'm thinking of something else, because he's thinking that I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought, Everett, I thought you did... Uh, um, I thought you hit on what the way I'm trying to present faith. So, but go ahead, Tom. Um, well, that's what I was going to say. That's why I start with doubt. Okay. Because faith by its nature is, depends on doubt. So when you talk with, talk about doubt, here are the things I doubt for, to use Everett example, Everett's example. Um, I've tried DoorDash four times, and uh, three of the times they couldn't find my house. Oh my gosh! But I can't, uh, I can't get out. Most of my cars are broken down. I have guests at my home, and I have no food to cook. So I'm gonna have to go out on faith. You know, and this is a terrible example, but that I have to. Uh, this is my. This is what I have to do. This is yeah. my choice, hmm. and so. Faith is that thing that makes that move mm-hmm. where where here's what I think. Here's what my life has 
convinced me of. Here's the evidence that I've seen. Mm. And now I have to make that I, but I can't live here. I can't live in this. There's no life here. It's, if I stay here in this emotional, mental place, I give up. You know, so my choice, I have to, there's some kind of thing that happens in your brain and, and reason is an element of it. Um, right. Experience, but it's ultimately that move from doubt to hope or action. And it's not like blind faith because you know, and that's what, like, and that's the big disconnect because if you grew up like I did and like most of the people I seem to work, end up working with, they think that faith means they have to cram a bunch of things that don't make sense into yes. their brain. You know what I mean? And believe it anyway, right? And believe it anyway. Yes. Yeah. And, and that is not what we're, that right. is not what I'm saying. Um, first of all, because the early Christians were not radical individualists. They were tribal. They didn't give much thought to what they individually thought and believed. Um, I have two dogs, a little bitty Shih Tzu and a big old Great Dane. You do? Yes. <laughs> Wait, Luna has a, a buddy? Luna Luna has a little sister. Really? And <laughs> Yes. And if one of them is in trouble, they do not distinguish. They do not have the mental capacity as of yet to distinguish, to separate themselves from the other. Nice. And it's a beautiful thing to me. Yeah. Like, if Luna's in trouble, Ellie is sad and acts like she's in trouble and vice versa. <laughs> and Luna is never in trouble. So <laughs> it's always the puppy that's in trouble. And Luna is, is you get what, that's Yeah, how, that's great. That's, that's how, interesting. That's how the ancients thought. And so they were try, They were just raised, this was their world, their worldview. Their, and so it, so this is what... This is what we believe. This is our my city. This I'm part of the city of God. I've left the city of Rome. I've left uh, my. I'm part of this tribe, this people, mm. this group, and this is our statement of faith. And my my individual doubts are with me. That's part of me. That's who I am. I can't get rid of my experience and my knowledge base and my. But but I have to live. And I have to live in hope because it's not rational to expect people to do that. And so I have to decide how I'm going to live, how I'm going to act, how I'm going to treat people. And and as you do those things, you find that the faith gets stronger. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm talking too much. All right. Everett, thoughts? The Luna thing, by the way, the dog thing is is Awesome. <laughs> That's so good, man. Go ahead, Everett. So I think I think one thing is is and and this isn't contradicting anything anyone is saying, just kind of an add added to, is that I think that we have limited so much what we think of as religion. Um, William Cavanaugh, you know, talks about you know the 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 problem is is that we need to think more things are religious. 
Mm. And what he means by that is that religion is that thing which helps us make sense um, of the world and our and our identity. And and a lot of us who live in in church world, mm. we think of it so almost solely as you know, well, are you Methodist or are you Episcopalian or are you Roman Catholic? Uh, going larger than that, you might say, well, you're, are you Jewish? Are you Hindu? And, and, and Kavanaugh's point is, is that what religion is, is a whole lot larger um, than that um, in terms of what helps us sort of make sense and navigate and provides us meaning. And and Tim Keller kind of built. Now I wouldn't say builds on this because Keller and Kavanaugh are, are are fairly different and probably in their starting points of faith. But Tim Keller, um, who I think just does a brilliant job in sort of diagnosing, um, you know, issues around faith um, and belief. And for Keller, um, the issue isn't so much of our doctrines, but our worldview. And, and, and so he, you know, I mean, he thinks that we need to think more in terms of logic mm. um, and say, what's what, okay. So, so what's the natural progression? If this, if, you know, like, let's say he says, let's say you have someone who, you know, it's, it's social justice, right? We're, we're going to sit there and, and everything is decided on social justice. And, and, and he's like, social justice is good, but let's take social justice apart from anything. You're kind of breaking up, Everett. Um, conclusion. Everett I'm breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit on my side. Um, I heard social justice. Let's take it apart. Yeah. So, so, you know, basically if you take a worldview and you and you, and you continue to its logic, logical end. What are the limitations of that worldview? Right. And so, um, in in essence, why is why why is Christianity a better story, apart from doctrines, right? Why is it a better Why is it a better story? Hmm. And I know where you're headed there. Um... Because we can't fix everything, right? It's beyond us. Um, we're not <laughs> Christ. Um, and so, um, you know, something that I kind of came down to with, with thinking about faith, too. You know, you mentioned the stoplights and things like that. And uh, by the way, everyone, in case you haven't caught on, I'm just using everyone, Tom and Everett, to uh, work out my lesson for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm totally fine with that. Thanks, everyone. Um, so the one thing that I've kind of, um, my beginning is is just simply sitting down and asking, you know, why is everyone here? Um, and, uh, and you know, so to the class, in a sense, in a sense um, and, and, you know, you can expand this and you can put your own spin on this, um, whether this be something that you are in your own class, and I'm talking to listeners now, wherever you are, asking yourself why someone is here. Um, and in that, if I look into that, or, or hopefully they look into it when I ask that question is, is um, you know, they, uh, you know, the first one's going to be, and everybody knows this is like their parents made me, <laughs> right? That's true. That's true. But there's also, if there was something that was 
uh, if fear, concern was involved in this, they wouldn't be there. They would fight their parents and not show up. Um, I mean, I, I believe that. I believe that they are, if there was some kind of concern of harm, maybe whatever it is. So um, the first uh, and foremost is, is the lights are going to be on. They know there's going to be people in the building. And then second is, is me. They, they trust me. We've been together, some of us, for six and a half years now, you know, whatever it is, and they trust me. And, and I, this is kind of where I wanted to point them a little bit. And the other side of that, too, um, with, with this faith is that they trust the people. They trust the community. And just kind of identifying that, that they have um, a reason Okay, so there goes reasoning <laughs> into this again, um, is they have a reason to trust the community because the community there, the community shows up. Um, and I think this is where, and, and if you watch Tom's video, this is kind of plays into that. Um, Tom talked about practice. Practice comes into forming faith and forming who we are, theosis, um, and doing you know the daily office as we talked about two episodes or maybe no last episodes. Uh, uh, doing that forms us right and makes us who we are to be, um, and that same kind of thing showing up week in a week out. And being there, they know that they're going to walk in the church and they're going to see Field, they're going to see Marmy, they're going to see Father Shelby, they're going to see these people, and that instills trust, which in from that instills faith. And just like Abraham and Sarah, you know, they considered what God had done for them, and hence that is their origin of faith. And so, um, and I'm going to give away my uh, my my spill here. My gosh, sorry, I keep hitting my mic. Um, but and then you guys can talk about it here. So, uh, and this grabbed a hold of something Tim Mackey did. But one idea is like faith is something of living as you do now. Um, and I keep coming back to this as you want the world to be in the future, living like that is now. Um, and so uh, that's having faith, right? And one idea is that uh, Christmas music. Everybody, not everybody, sorry. People who love Christmas music start listening to Christmas music in July, something like that. My daughter does. <laughs> and that's an idea of how they want things to be in the future. They're looking forward to that. So we live as loving Christians for all children of God in a hope that one day all things will be right. And we want to live that way now. Same way as listen to Christmas music in July because you are hopeful of the future of Christmas to come. And that's an idea of what faith looks like. And, and so I guess my idea is just to show what the idea of faith is and show them that they already have faith. But sometimes we just got to literally flip the light on for someone to let them see it within themselves and that they are already living that way. And then it can go from there. Um, anyway, that's my, that's my thought. Uh, Tom, jump in. Thoughts? So your approach is good. I think, um, thank you. <laughs> not that you need my permission, but the, so here's what you are doing. Okay. You're telling the kids that you got to be honest with yourself and God and that doubt is a part of faith hmm. because if you honestly feel it, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what they need to know. Because if you grow up um, 
thinking mm. that doubt is a sin. Right, right. And you misapply all these verses where you talk about doubt, then that teaches you to be phony, mm-hmm. that you have to be the church guy and then you can be your real guy later. Yeah. Um, and that is not, you know, where I came from, we always talked about how God is interested in your heart, cares about your heart. Well, if that's true, start with honesty because hmm. that's where your heart is, you know? Um, there's this quote Philip Yancey said, uh, there's this bold message in the book of Job is that you can say anything to God. Um, that throw him your grief, your anger, your doubt, your bitterness, your betrayal, your disappointment, and God can absorb them all. As often as not, spiritual giants of the Bible are shown contending with God. I'm thinking with, of Moses. I'm thinking of Abraham, Job. So that's the main thing. Just um, And that don't teach them that, you know, I have a friend who goes to our church, John, who says, uh, I was raised, you know, I just got sick of being my, um, my church self and then my real, mm-hmm. my other mm-hmm. self. Mm-hmm. And right. he said the first person he met was this guy named, named Tim Sean humans who, who uh, was the first person he met who he was the same everywhere. Like he didn't show up to church and just put on a show. Hmm. He could make a joke about how he wanted a beer at church or something. And it made everyone uncomfortable, but he was just totally honest. <laughs> Shout out to and, T.S. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's great. Anyway, you that's get great. my point. Yeah. But here's where can we shift the conversation? <clears throat> what? Sorry. Uh, can we shift the conversation a little? Can I? Can I? Can yeah, I, I was going to say, let Everett jump I in, then you can shift. The one that the 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 one thing, Justin, I I I sort of want to caution mm-hmm. on is is that mm-hmm. what I heard a lot about was community, mm-hmm. and community is is great, and I and 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 I think that in today's world, relationships are the thing that 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 people are yearning for, and that's the point of transformation. Yeah. Um, so it's not, you go out there and say, okay, here, we got the best doctrine and people, you know, people are looking for relationships. People are looking for that community and that's, that's core. That's critical. That's part of it. Yeah. The, the danger is, is that what, what can happen is, is that you can put your faith in in community instead of God. Hmm. Okay. Um, and, and so an example, you know, like, I mean, some big examples of this, you know, would be um, the, the the Catholic Church and and how they addressed um, sex abuse, in in which um, the the community failed. Um, you know that that there's that popular podcast, the rise and fall of Mars Hill, mm-hmm. and how the community failed, and so. When when your identity when your religious identity is so tied up into a community, that community will fall. I mean, yes, it right. will fail. Sometimes right. it's in small ways. Sometimes yeah. it's in big ways. Um, so we 
sometimes I think particularly in the Episcopal Church, we can make an idol out of community. I think it's important, but ultimately it's it, it, it's not the thing that's going to save us because it, it, we're flawed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I get that too. Tom, hang on to your thought. I, I get that too, and I kind of made a note, um, you know, the pastor on the pedestal. And that's what I grew up with, and that, that's what Tom Tom alluded to earlier was there was a a unsaid perfection that went around. And then if you have a perfection um, lens on when viewing humans, then you're going to be let down, <laughs> right? So, yes, community, I, I agree, um, uh, uh, can let you down. Um, I also feel very strongly just, and this is my path, my journey, um, that if you have a very honest, and I think Tom alluded to this honest community of like, look, look, you know, I, I go through doubt. I mean, mid prayer, <laughs> I can go from, you know, doubt to faith, doubt to faith. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. Uh, and, and, um, I think that kind of honesty can help overcome that. Um, and I, and that's so important, you know, um, as opposed to the guy who never does anything wrong and knows all the Bible verses and all those things, blah, 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 you know, all that crap, you know, that's a, that's a mirage, right? That's what will fail. Um, so, but no, that's a great thought. Um, Tom, did you have, where were you want to go? We got a whopping okay. three minutes. <laughs> I did. I did, but we don't have time for it. Maybe next time we can do an episode on the role scripture plays in faith, because that's where I wanted to go. Okay. I'm re I'm re-examining that and want to, because I grew up with a verse faith comes by. I didn't say that correctly. I grew up hearing faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So mm. you, the way you have faith is by memorizing the Bible. Right. So, just because I misapplied that and was taught the wrong understanding of it doesn't mean we don't gain faith from Scripture, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of reexamining that. But I want to put a pause on that maybe next time okay. if you guys want to and yeah. just call bullcrap on Everett. So, oh! <laughs> what? I knew that yes. I knew that was going to come out. I'd sit there listening to you talk about community, and I'm like, Tom's not going to like this. No. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> okay, pause. There. Pause. Here, hold on, hold on. I, you can't go into this. We got. We don't have time. So that's what we're talking about. What? Community. This is why inf- people no, we got, no. We're continuing. No, we're gonna. This. No. Is, we're gonna. We're gonna do the no, Yellowstone I'll, I'll, cliffhanger I'll, right here, I'll guys. Let's, what? What? What were we gonna say? Let me give a sentence cliffhanger then, and then you can hit the pause button with Everett screaming. So people, okay, people do not make an idol of community. The people who have like zero faith in my experience, just my experience, um, completely, if they don't have any faith, they're not at all interested in seeking God or drawn to God at all. And it's just about the community. 100%. I have people that tell me all the time, it's all 100% about community to me. But they also ask me to pray for them. You know what I'm saying? And so the people who who uh, don't, who do that, will just walk away. You, you stop seeing them and and they don't stick. 
But there's just as many verses in Scripture and just as much tradition in speaking about it in the church fathers about salvation being found in the community. Like, we use the word church for that. That's the word the Scripture uses, the assembly, the group of people. There's just as much um, Scripture about that as there is about salvation in Christ. Cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not opposed I'm not opposed to community. I, I think communities is is great. I I think that there are, are a lot of churches and you go to them and you say, What is what is the, the, the best thing about your church? And they're and invariably they're gonna and this is something that happens in mainline Protestant churches, and invariably they're gonna say the community. And and it's like, no, the most interesting thing about about the church is God. Um, and, and we place so much emphasis on our community, um, and, and I just think we've made an idol of it, but that's okay. Yeah, th- that's consumerism church. That's, that's dabbling. There. I, mean, I, have, I have, yeah, I have yet to meet a church that doesn't say that it's welcoming. Yeah. I was going to say that that's the idea of shopping, and, and, right? And there's, there's so. this great thing. And, um, it was like the top 10 ways that you know that you're, you're not from, um, Oh my gosh, what's the town in Virginia? Uh, Richmond. The top 10 ways you know that you're not from Richmond. And the number one, this is this is like the Richmond newspaper, like the Tulsa world of Richmond says you see a sign that says the Episcopal Church welcomes you and you believe it. <laughs> so that's, I mean, I'm just saying like we need to have some honest conversations and in, in, in the the mainline churches about how about our community um and some honesty around it all right we got to talk about that next time okay now now that's a cliffhanger yeah now i'm gonna cut out the last boring yawn three minutes that i thought you said bull crap you called him out and then that was it guys come on you got to do better than that so back to ending up this and wrapping up this sorry give us 60 more seconds people tom if you ha- were sitting down in front of my youth this Sunday, what is the one thing you would want to say about faith? Do you have that? What's your elevator speech? <laughs> I would just say faith is the thing that makes us able to live and function and and hopefully thrive in the midst of the pain and upheaval of life Hmm. and so it's so we have to really consider what we're putting our faith in and who boom nice everett uh i would say god is the realest thing that you can imagine and that god can um bear a lot including your questions your doubts um and your imperfections. Nice. Good stuff. People, take that wisdom. <laughs> enjoy it. Thanks for hanging with us a little bit longer today. And uh, hope you enjoyed our talk on faith. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at FunDrainPod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. 
Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot. Thank you.